Hi, I'm Nigel. And I'm Tricia. And we're here today as part of our podcast series on heart-based living. And Tricia and I were talking um, over the last couple of days and, and realised that it might be good to share with you um, about the notion of beliefs, our beliefs within us and what effect they may have on our lives. And Tricia, you, you, were, you were saying particularly how sometimes these beliefs can really you know, create limits in your lives. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we, we may feel limited by something or unhappy about something and we don't know what that is. And sometimes behind that is a belief that we hardly know that is there. And mm. it, what it does is it surfaces as, oh, I can't do that or, you know, in some way stops you from doing things. So you get this uncomfortable feeling. But then what is that? What What is, is actually... Um, stopping you from uh, doing the things maybe you want to do or you, the things you would love to progress with. So, um, yeah, it's it could be a belief that's sitting behind the layers that you're yet to really explore. And some of these beliefs, um, I know in, within me, um, I, had, I had not the best family life growing up. And I, and I grew up with a really I didn't like myself but I also had a lot of these things told to me that I absorbed and then mm. they became my beliefs yeah. and it was only um, when I started to relearn um, that I realized that a lot of these beliefs that I had were just told to me to limit the things that I did so you know for example um, things you do do or don't do or you never do that on a Sunday or you you know whatever mm, it might be yeah, I've got a few of those. and and so what happens is is after a while they become your norm and, and instead of noticing the why 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 am I why am I saying that I had I, I've got two children and when they were young they would obviously ask me why and I'd start giving them a why and I'd suddenly realize that isn't that isn't actually what I feel about yes. it I was still saying what I was told so I think this idea of noticing when you're saying something and you you're not sure where it came from mm. uh, and really look at it from that point of view because it can free you up I like what you've said like sometimes they become habits and rituals and just ways of doing that you you know you just come to see as the norm um, and and as you said I mean I had a few of those as well I can remember Lots of things, even growing up, you know, we ate dinner at a certain time because that's just the way you, you know, should do it and that's the way it's done. And really, um, a bit like you, not questioning that until later on, of course, get married, you know, life changes and really trying, I was trying to uphold this really five o'clock dinner. And then I realised that's, that's actually not, where did I get that from? And is that really true? Um, and I realised how fixed I had become over a a belief that was hovering around in the background um, that I, I used to um, live life, but it wasn't actually working for me. Mm. And, and sometimes it's when things aren't working for you that it's a really great time to go, hang on a minute, what is this? And you might mm. then begin to uncover some of these, like you said, beliefs that you were told or you mm. just somehow, you know, even within yourself, you came to you know, form this belief from something that had been mm. happening and, and you just stuck with it until it needed to be challenged in some way. So one, we can call these beliefs, if you like, conditioning because in, in many ways the mind spits this up in appropriate moments and then we make choices from it and go, oh, I can't do that, I shouldn't do this, whatever. 
um, uh, you know, so you mentioned, Tricia, also that sometimes these beliefs come from a hurt, some, some experience of life where we, something has happened and we create a learning from it. Mm. And the learning is maybe too broad. So let's say um, somebody lets you down and instead of saying, oh, that person, maybe I can't trust that person, you, you might say, I don't trust men. Or I, I might say, I don't trust any women because one woman, one female let me down. So we can create this learned mm. experience and plop it into the mind and then we don't realise how we always avoid things. Yes, we, we apply it to so... We apply so... it to so much of our life that we don't realise any... Oh, yes, well, I don't go there because of this and I go because of that. Yeah. We, we don't even notice we're saying the why mm. and where that came from. So some, some of the things we can do here is notice and ask ourselves, where did that come from? And as you said, particularly when it's limiting you in something you want to do or don't want to do, mm. um, it can be very useful. Sometimes it's a, a negative experience that you've had. You know, mm. I know someone who had a negative experience, you know, driving into the city. And so, um, you know, they felt, you know, it was such a difficult sort of situation that they felt. The learning out of that was, you know, oh, you know, the, and the belief, I suppose, from them that it, it's better not to drive into the city um, because, you know, there's a lot of traffic. And so when there's a lot of traffic, you know, the belief is you're going to get, you know, into a difficult situation. And, and for her, it, it held really held her up from doing the things that she wanted to do because she kept avoiding this and so here's an, another example of that where you know you do a widespread sweep and you go so because of one negative experience you know it forms a belief that that limits you in in future moments so these beliefs can create positions that mm. we take on things and we state them as a belief or a position. Oh, I, I would never blah blah, or I, yeah, I oh, never, don't talk to me about that. I never do that. <laughs> and and so, when you hear that, it may be a sign that actually you you have got to a stage where you've taken a position. And really, what what I've learned in life is is that you know my my parents and family had positions on many things mm. and I realized how harmful they were as I relearned because what what I noticed with them was was that it's very fixed it's yeah. very rigid it doesn't move it doesn't take account of everything that changes so these days I, I've tended to find that I I notice if I note if I find a belief that I'm that's limiting me uh, the other thing I notice also is is the idea of emerging truth, that instead of having a position, I see most things as fluid. I bring a, I do, my intention is to bring caring to everything I do, but I, I, I recognize I'm imperfect. And I also recognize that there are things that are constantly changing. Research is constantly changing. Mm -hmm. So for example, two, two years ago, if you had a virus and you went to the doctor, they would say, can't do anything with the virus, I can treat some of the symptoms. Um, go home, do no more. Now we find with, with COVID, for example, um, that there are now antiviral um, drugs available. And some people, somewhere between 2 and 40% of people, according to the latest facts, can get long COVID, um, which means these symptoms and fatigue and everything just go on and on and on. 
and some of the research is suggesting that these new antiviral drugs may help. So if you if you don't keep up to date with the emerging truth, you might still be stuck in the no, no, doctors can't treat viruses instead of being up to date with it, which is actually maybe they can. And that can limit your life in another way. Absolutely. And I think what's happening now, we are reaching some extremes in so many areas, you know, with the with the virus, with the climate change, with the state of our societies, with the increase in homelessness, homelessness, um, people experiencing homelessness and um, the mental health and well-being. So we're really, it's getting to a critical point. And we, we, if we hold on to some of the things that we have always been doing, we're not going to bring ourselves into this open position like what you said to to sort of um, expand and discover more so that what we thought was a truth because often beliefs are what we say oh no it's the truth but like you said it's a very fixed position um, and once we start to open up we start to really get into explore some real different ways of tackling some current um, issues and dilemmas and so that's why I love what you've said about this emerging truth it's not fixed but openness is the way to um, to di to discover that I mean I can remember you know um, growing up my dad used to always say oh you know dogs dogs are for outside not for inside you know you, you just don't have dogs inside and so I realized that was a belief that I kept up with but it really wasn't my truth, but because as time went on, I discovered something else. I realized for me, um, my truth was, you know, they did have a place in my home mm. and, and I love that. So without being open to hear some different ways and um, some different thoughts on, you know, pets inside, I would have missed out on some really beautiful memories mm. that I've had with my um, with my dogs who comforted me through mm. many illnesses and different things. So, you know, it, it provides that opportunity to get well, to try different things like you have said about um, the antivirals. It opens you up to new things. So, um, so it can be really great for what we're about to face as we venture into the, the new world. But it's also care about where the emerging truth comes from. Um, your dad said what he said because he obviously had a belief um, and that may have come from somewhere else as well. But without exploring where, where these come from, we can't always understand somebody's reasons for why they say what they mm -hmm. say. And so sometimes we might want to explore that with somebody. Now, often people will push you away from it and go, no, it's not, it's not up for grabs, not up for question. But actually, really, it's good to encourage questioning because it helps us question ourselves. I had my, my family believed that if someone wronged you, you just ignored them. I mean, <laughs> I, I would often be ignored for days if I did something wrong and, and eventually I'd be spoken to again. And so I took that into my life. And when I moved into relearning, I realised that was limiting me because now I had somebody I wasn't talking to but also I was hurting I was hurting mm -hmm. myself and I was hurting them and I didn't even express to them what it was that I felt I felt hurt by mm -hmm. so there were many these things that we can just do for life and without questioning them is it's this is where we say you know we can notice our beliefs we can notice conditioning and rules that we make for ourselves or that someone's given us 
and make sure they really align with who we are and, and the heart-based living that we might want to bring so that we can bring our caring in all our situations and, and our true selves. And, you know, someone said to me, oh, if, I'm, if I uh, say, say, express something, sometimes people say, oh, that's not what you said even yesterday. And my answer to that is, yesterday I expressed how I felt with what I knew yesterday. Mm-hmm. But there's new information that's emerged and I'm, I've looked at it, it's, it looks very convincing because it's peer review, whatever, but I'm, I've taken that on board in, in what I'm saying today. And really that is the real, um, it really is that openness, the openness to admit, you know, to, to actually express, yes, this, I, was, I saw it differently. Because so often what happens, we get stuck in proving the position um, rather than being able to just openly go, um, actually, I have moved with that. Mm. Um, and s- often it's people feel um, that it's a good thing to stick by your beliefs and defend it to the ground, which, you know, um, I can see that it's often expressed that way. However, it's important that it's not just locking you into something that you don't actually really deeply feel is is you mm. and so um so i think it um this this openness is is really part of the the heart-based living opening up to your heart and really going into yourself and asking those questions and 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 not feeling like you have to defend you know that yeah position. so we can we can notice and let go of of these beliefs which can and certainly in my case it it freed up so much i my eyes were open you know with without the these lenses being put in front of them you know that i could see things really and feel this freedom of choice without being hampered by all this Mm. all these voices Mm -hmm. all these things that come in and say don't do this because don't do that because um i could be i could embrace embrace life and what it brings and accept the uncertainty of it all Mm. because often we're looking for that we're looking for ways to feel well through the day-to-day you know yes we can feel well by doing some activities Mm. that mindfulness all Mm. these things but how do you actually just feel well within yourself in the day-to-day like what you've expressed and this is something that can really free up some space there's one more sorry Tricia there's one more type of belief that might be worth just airing which is our self-narrative how we describe ourselves which also can be very limiting I've heard people say oh I'm useless at technology and that leads that person to not embrace it, mm-hmm. not use it. And yet we have found so many people, uh, you know, technology has good and bad parts to it. Um, but notwithstanding that, many people during the pandemic learned technology because it was one way of connecting. Mm-hmm. And we had people there saying, oh, I wouldn't use it, it's technology. And yet these people drive cars, they do other things which are much more technically difficult than using a phone or, or a tablet or a computer. So our own self-narrative is a good thing to watch out for. I don't run. I, I don't do. And we describe these things like it's fixed mm-hmm. and it has to be that way. It's good to notice those too because mm. these are another way that our own beliefs that someone's told us or we've developed for ourselves, they're not, they don't have to be true. They mm. can be today, but I'm learning. 
And in heart-based living, you know, when we start to, if we start to really start to think, what is it that I really want though? What is it that really feels joyous for me or I really feel that it brings me something? So with, within that, we can then start to um, look at our beliefs and see, like, like Nigel mm. said here, you know, um, can I? Mm. Um, why not, not you why know not? <laughs> notice notice things that you might be saying that limit your life in any way and bring this more open heart and emerging truth 